The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hi, everyone. I'm Summer McKean, a content creator and best sister of the year. Hi, I'm her sister, Bree. I'm actually a 10-time winner of that award. Together, we're the hosts of the podcast, Wavy. Okay. Every Wednesday, we bring you into the fun, exciting, hopefully helpful, and mostly chaotic world of our sisterly chats about everything and anything. From living in a world of comparisons to boy drama to the life changes that feel really overwhelming, we got your back. So please support the show with a like and follow to keep up with all of our latest sister shenanigans. Get Get wavy on Wednesdays. We'll see you soon. Welcome to You're Gonna Love Me, the podcast where we open the eyes, the ears, and the hearts of anyone who has judged or been judged. Well, hopefully. I'm your host, Katie Maloney. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. You're going to love me. It's me, Katie. I hope you all had a great week. It is the weekend now. And yeah, I had a good week. I decided that it was time to decorate for Christmas because you know what? I don't think it's ever too early. I know there's an argument that it's not until the day after Thanksgiving, but I say no. I say the sooner the better. The sooner that we can inject our lives with a little bit of joy, a little bit of Christmas spirit, the better. I was ready to start celebrating before (laughs) Halloween, to be honest, because, you know, I feel like Halloween starts so soon. I feel like it's like a whole, the whole month of October. And, you know, that's, that's a little bit too long for Halloween, in my opinion. And I love Halloween, but it's just like, it's, it's a lot. Whereas Christmas, I feel like, there's almost not enough time to celebrate. So I was ready to bust out the decorations. I was a little nervous because I had all of my Christmas decorations in a storage unit that I could not find the keys for. I could not find them anywhere. And I was thinking that in the move, they got lost or accidentally tossed out. And I was like, what am I going to have to do? Am I have to go into the, the office at the storage place and like sell my soul to them. I, you know, I was getting a little nervous that I was going to have to, you know, or just, I I don't know. What do you do in those situations? But I gave it one last effort and went through every bag that I own and checked every little pocket and I finally found them. But yeah, I just, I was kind of preparing myself for this holiday season being a little rough on the heart and the soul because it is my first holiday season, first Christmas, post-divorce. And, you know, I just, it's going to sting. It does sting. You know, you can't really prepare. Only so much, I guess. But yeah, in 12 years celebrating without Tom, not in our house, and um, yeah, I'm, I'm sort of just trying to feel my way through it. But I, I went and got the decorations. And as I was unboxing it, I came across like some ornaments that, you know, my mom had gotten us. One was like a little bride and groom that said our first Christmas, like after getting married. And another one was like a front door that said, you know, first Christmas in our new home. And it just and then one was like the Schwartz family with like Tom and I and like the dogs and 
I just like started crying. It was just, it was just hard to, to see those things and think like, we can't put these on the tree. I mean, I could, but like, it just feels like, why? So, you know, it's just things like that, that you just kind of go, wow, like this is, you know, this is kind of shitty. But, you know, you just got to push through, I guess. But it's feeling cheery in here. I like having decorations up and Christmas movies on and Christmas music playing. And, you know, you light a nice Christmas candle. And so, you know, I went to the the, the Instagram to get some questions from y'all. And I wanted some holiday questions as well because, you know, tis the season. And I feel like... I just want to like be talking about the holidays and you'll probably hear me talk about being sad and I'm sorry, but also not sorry, but that is what I'm going through right now. But I also want to talk about the happy stuff as well. But yeah, I wanted to get some questions from y'all and you ask so many good questions. So I'm going to try to get to as many as possible. But first I want to talk about one thing because I watched the Selena Gomez documentary and I I really liked it. I mean, I, I feel weird saying I liked it because it was it was it was sad. It was it was it was a tough watch in a lot of ways because it was very raw. That's the that's the one word I could use to describe it because you know, she really kind of let it out and it was you know, over the course of gosh, how many years showing, you know, her career and her life and all of the hardships that she's gone through, whether it's in her personal life, her career, her illness. And, you know, it's human and that's exactly what she is. And I've, you know, had the pleasure of meeting her and she is just a sweet person, a sweet soul. And I want nothing but the best for this girl. And, you know, I think there's been some, mixed feelings and reviews on it a lot of people you know are saying like wow she just acts like a brat and I'm like what are you talking about this girl has been famous since she was a child essentially and you know I think her response to some of the you know journalists or reporters is on par you know I think at the end of the day she just wants to be recognized and related to as just a person as a human as a woman and ask questions that are thoughtful and profound and not on the surface and sometimes she can't help but (laughs) let that show on her face or in her voice and I can't fault her for that and I think you know a lot of people are like oh why are we always like it's her back at home or going to her high school but I think it was important for her to show that because that is how she you know roots herself and that's how she stays connected to who she is and that is just like an important you know, part of who she is. And, and, and I think that, you know, wasn't just something that she wanted to bring to this documentary. So I, I really liked it. And anyone that says they don't, then you are a hater. <laughs> but anyways, that that's just what I wanted to share regarding her documentary. If you haven't watched it, I suggest checking it out. But anyways, moving on to some questions. So there, I'm going to jump around a little bit because I didn't really write any of these in any kind of like category or order. So someone wanted to know what my favorite tradition from childhood is. I don't know if that there's one specific tradition from childhood, but I just remember we would always, me and my brothers on Christmas Eve, we would always sleep in one room 
together and we would we had the Polar Express audio, like the book on audio on cassette. And it was recorded just like on loop. And we would play that and listen to it as we fell asleep. And I don't know, that's just something I would like. That's what we did every single Christmas Eve. We started with one present and it was pajamas that night. So we would do that. And then eventually we worked into doing, you know, presents on Christmas Eve. But yeah, that's that's one tradition that I always I always loved. Next question. My favorite Hallmark Christmas movie. Oh my God. There are so many that I love. Oh, I love coming home from Christmas. I love a very merry mix up. What else? The Christmas town. <laughs> There's so many good ones. And some I don't know all the names to them, so I can't even call them out by the title of them. But I just, you know, I am going to have a very, very fun special guest on my podcast next week. And I, I want it to be a surprise, but it may or may not be someone from Hallmark Channel who's in all of the Hallmark movies. And we talk about just how great and just how cozy the movies feel and as predictable as the plots are it's just I don't know I like it so much I love that it's like you know maybe it's a big city executive that comes back to their hometown and you know they cross paths with their high school boyfriend and you know they fall in love or you know rekindling their romance but then their fiance from the city comes last minute for Christmas Eve and they have to choose. <laughs> I love that shit. I can't help it. I eat it up. What is my favorite skincare for cold weather season? See, I'm all over the place here. I would just say just a nice, heavy moisturizer and aquaphor for my lips. Cannot get enough of that. In terms of like a, a nice like moisturizer. So I love like the Nivea cream that comes in that like tin thing. But you have to get the one that is like from Germany. And you can order it from like there's certain like websites that will sell it. But it has to like it has to come from Germany. Because that's when you know you're getting like the real deal stuff. And it's not expensive at all. It's like un like less than like 20 bucks. And it's so thick it and it'll last for so long because you a little bit goes a long way. But I'm telling you, when I put that on my face, I wake up and my skin feels so just like hydrated and plump. And it's amazing. It, it's like I've turned so many people onto it, but I love it. And, you know, just kind of doing that and exfoliating a couple times a week, whether it's like a like a grit exfoliate that you do like in the shower or something when you wash your face or a you know liquid exfoliant like a like an acid toner or something just do that just you know keep the dead skin off my face yeah that's what I do in the cold months because it's dry out here you know cold weather's dry okay homemade gift ideas to give to friends or people family whatever it may be and I love this idea because sometimes it's really hard when you want to be thoughtful and give people something nice, but, you know, it gets expensive, it gets pricey. And sometimes it's hard to, to, to think about each person in your life and you want to give them something, but it's just, it's really <laughs> difficult to shop for that many people in your life. So I always think giving something in the food or drink family 
that's also festive or seasonal. I think people really appreciate that. So I love the look of doing like the cookie ingredients in a jar where you kind of layer it. So you do like the the mix or the flour or whatever, you know, you can even just do cookie mix or something, but you do flour and sugar and all the things and like chocolate chips or whatever ingredients you want to do. And you kind of layer it in like a mason jar and then you can tie a nice like bow around it. Or if you want to take the extra step, print out like, you know, labels or stickers and slap that on there or put like a nice like, you know, gift tag on it. Um, you can make it up or uh, dress it up and make it look really, really cute and give those to people. And I think they love that. You can also do that with like pancake mix or with a hot chocolate mix where you can do like the hot cocoa mix, you know, chocolate shavings or crush up uh, candy canes and put that in marshmallows, the whole thing. They look really cute and people will use them because all they have to do is like dump it in a bowl, add water or do whatever, you know, whatever the the recipe calls for you know what i mean add an egg add oil whatever they got to do to make those cookies but i think it's just really cute and you know if they're having a party or they're having after dinner they're like oh my god let's make these cookies they look delicious or if you have your own cookie recipe that people really love imagine giving that gift not even having to make them all because that'll take forever but just like dumping all the dry ingredients into a jar and handing that out you could do this evening with cocktails pre-batch a cocktail in a jar and all they have to do is pour over ice or shake it in a shaker that could be really cute as well so there you go there's an idea there for y'all best and worst presents i've been thinking about this for a long time someone (laughs) someone also wrote on and said that their now husband one time got them a brita pitcher which you know what i I love a practical gift, especially, you know, as you get older, like those practical gifts that you really want, but maybe you aren't going to buy for yourself necessarily, but you get excited about like a vacuum <laughs> or, you know, I don't know, some kind of like household appliance or whatever it may be. I get it. But, you know, Christmas, uh, I don't know, sometimes if you want to get that for somebody, but you also got to offset it with something sentimental or something really nice as well. I think, you know, I, Tom there's a period where he was getting me like headphones or like a portable phone charger. And I was like, this is great. And it's practical. Maybe not something I'd buy for myself, but like <laughs> what? He was always really great with gifts. Cause he would listen. He would listen to me when I would talk about things that I wanted. It wasn't for Christmas, but I had been talking about wanting to get a telescope and it would probably be something I'd buy for myself, but maybe not. And he just had listened to me talk about it. And it was something that I was like researching (laughs) online. And he ended up getting me the telescope I wanted. I haven't had an opportunity to use it yet because it's a little complicated to figure out. And also like I feel like I need to drive somewhere where I could get, you know, the best viewing. It's a little hard in a city where we have a lot of light pollution. but, But yeah, I think that was a really nice nice gift that I got. I just think anything that's like either, you know, sentimental. And I know sometimes it's hard to buy gifts for people that have everything they want or they're hard to buy, but just always think about something that they would never buy for themselves. Those gifts that people just typically don't buy for themselves, whatever that may be. And a lot of times it's jewelry. People don't often buy nice jewelry for themselves or they don't buy like, you know, things like that. But but yeah, pay attention to when people talk about things that they would or really, really want, but not buy it themselves. So how am I spending Thanksgiving and Christmas this year? 
Well, obviously with my family, <laughs> just stands one person. So I'm going to spend Thanksgiving with my brothers and their wives and my niece and nephew, my mom. We're going to be in L.A. And then for Christmas, I'm going to go to my mom's in Vegas and see my grandparents and then my brothers and everyone going to come there as well. So, you know, I'm not going to be alone. I'll be good. But, you know, it's just going to be different, you know, without having Tom with me. <laughs> what house would I like to swap in the holiday? The movie The Holiday, which is one of my like favorite like movies, especially in general. I just like that's a movie that I could put on anytime. It's one of those like comfort movies that I, I like. I call them comfort movies because when you just want to put something on when you want to like kind of relax or fall asleep or when you get up in the morning and you just kind of want something on the background. I don't know, something that's familiar and comfortable. So the house I'd want to sw swap with, I mean, hey, God, this is hard. I mean, yeah, because I live in LA. So I'm like, I'm kind of like you, not used to huge houses, but I mean, just because like that would be nice because her house is really nice. Cameron Diaz's house in the movie, but I got to go to Kate's house because it's just so different than anything that I'm used to. And I love just like the, like I'm big into the cottage core. So I would definitely pick her house. Okay, my favorite place to buy decor. And do I get a fake or real tree? I get fake trees because for one thing, you can have them for years and years and years. They always look really good, I think. They, yeah, they always just look good. They look full. You don't have to deal with the pine needles falling everywhere. Also, you're not con like, I feel bad buying trees that are just being cut down. I don't know. And then it's always so sad after Christmas when you see all those, the trees just on the curb everywhere. I just, I don't know. And I worry about the trees drying out and fires happening. It's just, it, that's, that's just going to be a no for me, dog. But I just, I like being able to have my like fake tree that I can just like pop up every year and it looks good. And my favorite place to buy decor, I mean, I've bought decor from, I feel like so many random places of the year, whether it's like Amazon or Target or C is a great place too, because you can get some like really great stuff that you're not no one else is gonna have so it's like feels like it's original it's you know maybe small business it's custom it's cute so yeah I don't know I usually just start like if there's something specific I'm looking for I end up googling it and a lot of times Etsy will pop up so it just depends on what I'm looking for really but um yeah I think I ended up going to Target a lot too because I wanted like a bunch of nutcrackers and then you know <laughs> I needed like 12 of them. But yeah, Target or Etsy or Amazon usually. Okay. Well, favorite traditions. I talked about my favorite tradition as a child, but I don't know. I just like I I, I just like the the getting together, the having drinks, the hanging out, the eating, watching movies. My mom and I will just like sit and watch like Hallmark movies all day and drink wine and chat and have like snacks the kind of just hanging out and like leaning into all the holiday stuff, going Christmas shopping, that kind of stuff I really, really love. I mean, traditions are kind of like changing from year to year as our families sort of are changing as like, you know, people are having babies and, you know, people move and now people are getting divorced. <laughs> so, you know, we're trying to, you know, find like new traditions and new things to do. And that's been a fun as well because we're just sort of like, you know, we're up for it all. I just like the, all of it. 
all of it's just it's one big month two month long like of just celebration and getting together and having a good time what is my favorite wine cocktail dishes during this time well i'm a big like i love red wine and I'm big into like Pinot Noir. Right now I like a nice like soft red wine, but I'll drink it all. If I taste it and I like it, I'm going to drink it. I'm also into like dirty martinis. I feel like there's something about the holiday and being festive and having a martini that I just feel is like so appropriate for this time of year. But I also, I like like mold, back on the wine, mold wine where it's like a warm spiced wine. Also maybe have an eggnog here and there because why not? But like, I feel like that's kind of like a one and done. I don't know if I can sit around and drink like eggnog all day. It's a little thick. It's a little heavy, but I feel like you got to have at least one of them or like a nice like coffee, like whether it's an espresso martini or, you know, I love peppermint mochas, but you know, maybe add a little like, what is it called? The, the, the cafe Patron, like spike it a little bit, you know, why not? <laughs> If you're not driving and you're just going to hang out. Yeah, I think just get creative, I think, is is the word there. My favorite holiday movies and music. So I love, okay, Elf, The Holiday, Christmas Vacation, for sure. I like Bad Mom's Christmas a lot. I will. I watched the new Lindsay Lohan Christmas movie, Falling for Christmas, on Netflix. And I loved it. They understood the assignment. They did the damn thing. And I thought it was so cute. And I laughed and I loved, I just love seeing Lindsay Lohan in a movie again, personally. I, yeah, I love it. What else do I like? And for Christmas music, hmm. Christina Aguilera's Christmas album from like 2000, I don't know, two or <laughs> whatever it was. It's so good. I love it. And same with NSYNC's Christmas album. Like, I'm sorry, can't be beat. Love those albums. If you haven't listened to them, do it right now. Like, well, after this podcast, but just do it. It's so good. It's so fun. Here's another sort of beauty question, but someone's asking, what is favorite kiss-proof color for the lips, but it's also moisturizing? Okay. So what I would suggest is doing a stain on your lips. So in order to achieve that, make sure your lips are exfoliated so get all the dead skin off your lips so usually after you get out of the shower will while your you know lips are warm and not dry take like a you know warm washcloth if you don't have a lip scrub you could do like sugar and olive oil if you want to create your own or just take a warm washcloth and just like buff your lips but be thorough about it don't like rub the skin off your lips to like bleed but just like you know with some firm pressure and be thorough about it you'll know when it's all gone and then put a little aqua force on your lips let it sit for like 20 minutes or so and then wipe it off completely like use some like micellar water or something but you want to get all of it off and then put a stain on benefit has a great stain i love the poutsicles from fenty but use a nice stain and be like very deliberate about where you're putting it. But put it all over your lips. Make sure it's nice and saturated. The Poutsicle one, you have to wipe 
off because it, it it almost looks like a gloss, but you wipe it off and then it's like a nice stain. And then you'll have a stain all day. You can put like some liner around it too if you want to like really define the whole like, you know, outline of your lips. But and then from there you can just put on some like lip gloss so like it has a nice shine to it. But there you go. You're gonna have color. You can stay moisturized. You can put chapstick gloss over it, but then you also have color without having to put lipstick on that maybe, you know, is gonna dry your lips out. And then finally, there was a lot of questions about being single for the holidays for the first time and what it's like. And, you know, like I said in the beginning, it's new. It feels fresh. It feels raw. It's, yeah, I'm just trying to feel my way through it. I knew that there's going to be a lot of firsts in this year that are going to suck. Like even getting, you know, through our first like wedding anniversary, that was a gut punch. This feels like a gut punch. But, you know, I think it's all inevitable and we got to get through these first and then hopefully by next year <laughs> it'll be better. But, um, but yeah, it's, it's, it feels a little more lonely, even if like, you know, eventually when we get around family, it'll be all good. But it can still feel even, even if you are with family, even if you are surrounded by people, not having that person, your person that you, you know, feel at home with or that, you know you are going through life with is, you know, it's, it's jarring. It, it it just feels off, but we're in this together, everyone. Everyone who's in that boat, at least. So yeah, be strong. We'll get through it. So yeah, well, thank you for listening. I hope that you are having a good, <laughs> we have a good weekend. And yeah, next week is Thanksgiving. So if you're traveling, travel safe. If you are going to make, oh, I was going to say, my favorite dishes, I forgot to say. My favorite dishes, all of them, literally all of them. Give me a nice mashed potato, any kind of potato. Potato au gratin. Bake a lumpy potato, but keep like some of the skin on it. You know what I mean? Oof. Yes, please. Or those potatoes like like that people like kind of like smash a little bit and then crisp them up a little bit. Oh, make those. Do that. And then pies. Give me some pumpkin pie. Give me some apple pie. I fuck with all that. And then cookies, 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 and more cookies. Anyway, but yeah, if so if you're traveling, travel safe, have fun, be responsible. You know, I know conversations with family, especially during this time can be difficult. Try to just keep it light. But yeah, until next time, love y'all. Be kind to yourselves and to others if you can. <laughs> and yeah, all right, later. Thank you so much for listening. Please make sure to subscribe, leave a rating and review, follow along on social at Music Kills Kate, and tune in next week for an all new episode. 